downtown Apex City, near the end of round one of Marsh Madness 2021. Lights are on in the abandoned office building next to the not-abandoned Apex City Channel 7 News Tower. A call is made. Hey there, sports fans and hero worshippers of Apex City. You're watching Power Dunk Super Sports, the only program in the city bringing you all the latest news from the year's biggest event, whether you like it or not. I am, of course, Scam Likely, and with me is the ever-brilliant Stellar. Stellar, how you doing? You know, I'm doing pretty well since last time, you know. Uh, I'm a bit more concerned about the competition, but I'm still positive that it will go well. Mm-hmm, of course. Um, now, we do have a competitor, speaking of the competition... Uh, on the line. So let me go ahead and bring them in real quick. Uh, hello, Echo, are you there? Uh, hi. Yeah, wow, I can see. That's so cool that you're, like, on the screen. Wow. Hi, I'm Echo. <laughs> hi, yes, hello. It's a pleasure to meet you. Hi, it's nice to meet you, too. I uh, appreciate you taking the time and being the only hero that would answer the phone when seeing the word scam likely appear on their screen. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of those lately. Um, I've only had this phone for a couple of months and I don't get many calls, but like, that's cool that like you've been calling me so much. Like you, you finally actually had like a, a, a real person and it wasn't a robot. Uh, yeah, that's, um, mm-hmm. Anyways, Echo, please uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm Echo. Uh, I I go to I go to uh, Paradigm Academy uh, for the past couple months. I just I came from like 1981, uh, like a few weeks months ago. It's weird. Also, I shapeshift. Oh. Oh. How how is the future treating you, Echo? What do you think? Um. Well, your fashion kind of sucks now. It's really bland and boring. It's just, it's not interesting and fun. My fashion is not either of those things. Well, most most people. You look nice. Thank you. I, I, I got cool friends, though. I like that. Having a team is an important part of being a hero. Oh, absolutely. It's good to have people who have your back. It's always good to be able to overpower your opposition with greater numbers. Yeah. Uh, how has the competition been for you? How are you out in the jungle? Yeah, it's 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 been rough, uh, cause like I haven't had my team this whole time. Um, I tried doing this thing that I hadn't done before, where like I my shape shifting is kind of weird, but like I saw my future self like turn into like different like material, so I was like, oh wait, maybe, maybe, uh. So I tried turning into a, a pterodactyl to go after the flags, and that seemed to work pretty well. Oh. That does seem like a very, uh, very impressive and useful tactic. Yeah. Hopefully none of the other heroes attacked you trying to get flags, mistaking you for a dinosaur. Uh, it happened a few times, but, um, it, it, I, I got out of it. It was fine. That's good. It is indeed good that you are safe. I have been... A little concerned about the um the safety of the participants in this year's event. Yeah, um, there are definitely some safety concerns in this competition that I don't know if I could say 
anything about while competing. I I see. Uh, listen, I said this to the last crew. If you need if you need me to call somebody, I can call somebody. Yes, your safety is of utmost importance. I mean, I we're safe, I think. I I see. Well, you have my number now, so uh, just uh, you know. And if you were like my number, so you don't have just scams number, uh, what, I'd be... what do you mean by that? Well, which 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 number is it? Is it the the one you just used? Because like a bunch of the all, all of your previous calls have been using different numbers that are all kind of similar to mine, and it's I. Which one is it? Uh, the most recent one will be the one that works. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Well, I figured it might be useful if we had you on to discuss how this event may be uh, going forward with the different competitors and whatnot. I have, you know, reached out to some people, uh, accessed a few servers. Um, I have here uh, sort of the current standings. Uh, it's it's it, The event is still happening, uh, and I appreciate you not, you know, participating for a moment in order to take time and speak with us, but... So, you know, let's go through and look at where everybody's at right now, and maybe, uh, maybe let's see how, who might go forward. Uh, Scam, just a quick question. Uh-huh. How did you get this information? Like I said, I, you know, I talked to a few people, accessed a few uh-huh. servers, I, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, we'll discuss your methods later. Listen, no one, no one got angry at me for being anywhere that I shouldn't have been. Uh-huh. Let's just get into it. All right. Um, so going, looking at these first two, uh, these two first two uh, matchups, we have Get Up Noise versus Disco and Feedback versus Gordlord. Uh, out of those, it looks like both Disco and Feedback might be uh, moving forward into the next round. Oh, oh, it's it's nice to see somebody somebody else uh, from not not quite my time, but like also from the past moving forward. Yes. Maybe the two of you will eventually be in the competition. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think we passed each other a few times because, like, I noticed Disco and was like, oh, wow, that's the only oh, that's the only person here with any fashion sense. I don't know. This feedback character is uh, covered in quite a few uh, bright lights at the very least. Yes. He does have a lot of uh, flashiness, which I always appreciate. You need to make a statement with your outfits. Bright, bright lights are pretty cool, too. So Disco is once again um, going up, ag- would theoretically be once again going up against a, another sound-based uh, hero. Oh, I suppose I should mention uh, what the second event is. Uh, while this event involves getting flags from dinosaurs, this uh, next event will consist of solving runes and... Uh, puzzles hmm oh that one's tougher <laughs> yes just just because some people are good at their powers doesn't mean they're good with their brain yes and i don't think necessarily any uh of these two heroes would be uh their powers would be useful in this situation no you know uh actually thinking about it uh these are ancient ruins uh, it's possible that feedback could just um, demolish them all. <laughs> oh well, I mean, I suppose if that's one of the ways to go about this, I I assume they. I mean, want... they just need to get through the gate, right? 
Uh, well, Doesn't matter yes. if the gate's still standing. I guess, but you know, I, I'm sure they want the con- the competitors to use their brains instead of their might. But you are right. I've never known a hero to use their brains before their might. I mean, there. Are, I'm sure there are some out there. I think I think disco disco might have uh like maybe an advantage because like if everybody else. Like all these other heroes, uh, like besides me, and I think Crosswind, maybe maybe a few others are from like the the future. Then like they uh, they all Eliza have those... Highwire is from quite a bit ago in yeah. least in our history. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple, but like if if a bunch of the heroes, the vast majority, are thinking future thoughts, then maybe uh, those of us that are from the past will have like a different. A different like mindset and angle at going in and solving these things. Also, like ancient runes, like that's closer to our time than now. That is true. Are you perhaps suggesting that Hero Island was sank in the eighties? I am saying that it is a stretch of an argument, uh, which I'm great at, pun intended. Um, but I, I'm grasping at straws here. It's. Hard to say, I understand where a scam is coming from with feedback just destroying the gate, but I can also see where you're coming from, so... I think I'm giving this to Disco. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta show solidarity with somebody else from the past, you know? Mm-hmm. I think Disco's got this. Well, speaking of the past, uh, after these next two... Co- Matchups: Extinction versus Night Shift and Crosswind versus Eliza Highwire. Eliza Highwire will be moving, possibly moving on to face Hextinction, who is in fact from the future. That is true. Who? Hextinction, also part dinosaur. So maybe uh, I don't know if these runes have anything to do with the dinosaurs on the island, um, but if they did, it's possible. Do dinosaurs? Do dinosaurs have ancient runes? Is that, like, new information that's come out in the past, like, 40 years? Spoilers. <laughs> I have a lot, I have a, a, a lot, a lot of recent history to catch up on. So if there's been, like, break, bound, like, groundbreaking dinosaur news that they can read and had runes, like, I haven't heard of it. I'm sorry. I mean, I know of a dinosaur who can do those things, but that's because they are also a person. Oh, you're talking about Tony Rex, Dakota. I love that guy. I mean... I have a begrudging respect for the man. I feel like between the two of these, Hextinction has a bit more of an edge. I feel Hextinction might be more geared towards understanding. Is that a joke because Hextinction is also part robot? Perhaps. I think I think since you've been implying that dinosaurs uh, had ancient runes, then I think, yeah, Hextinction would have a bit of an edge on that, being able to read the, uh, the prehistoric ancient runes. Yeah, I mean, I... I love Highwire's act, Eliza Highwire, that is, uh, I just, I don't know that it'll be useful for getting past these gates and ancient mechanisms, so I will also be backing ex- Hextinction. Uh, so this next one we have, uh, after Mirage and Meridian matched up and Edgelord and Monkey Prince, uh, we're looking at a potential matchup of Meridian versus Edgelord. Oh no! That's that's two of my teammates at this competition. It sucks. Oh, I- I'm sorry to hear that. It always it must hurt to see your teammates potentially not make it. I mean, there's still time as long as you can tell them to kick their rear ends into gear. 
Yeah, I mean, Mirage doesn't doesn't always, like, uh, Mirage isn't the best influence sometimes. Like, I, I think, I think Bucky Prince, uh, uh, Tywin's got this. Like, he's, he's, he's really good at, at being a hero. Aww. Well, that being said, uh, we are only going to be looking at the matchups that we are been, we are predicting currently. Now, Meridian is from space. Yes. Oh, cool! Not like is an alien, but does exist in space. Probably a little, just a little bit before your time, actually. Oh, huh, that's super cool. Whereas Edgelord, uh, has a magic sword. <laughs> yes. Now, but doesn't the sword, like, talk to him? It has, like, the soul of someone else inside of it, from what this information is providing. I, th- I think it's the soul of his mentor. Does his mentor understand ancient runes is the question. That is the question. It's hard to say without talking to Edgelord. It is Edgelord's mentor a dinosaur? <laughs> I I don't think so. But would somebody from space be be versed in ancient runes? She does have like high tech helmets and stuff like that. Well, you know, technology com- that might be able to make up for it. Yes, this it isn't just about deciphering ruins. You could also understand the mechanisms potentially as well. And I think she might have a bit more, uh, be able to understand probably better than Edgelord might, but it's hard to say. I definitely think she's getting my vote over Edgelord. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna vote vote Meridian because people from space are cool. I will also be rooting for Meridian, keeping that Apex City pride alive. Yes. Uh, next up we have here, after Vaporwave vs. Crash Override and Alina Mars versus yourself, Echo. Yeah! Things are looking up for you as you are predicted to move on and face Vaporwave in the next round. What? What? Ha- oh, oh, yeah, I'm- cool, that's- uh, Alina Mars seems, like, really cool, so that's cool. Congratulations! It looks like that, ter- that pterodactyl stunt is paying off. Yes, it looks like you're doing well for yourself. Congratulations on making it through, potentially, to the next round. Yeah, you should I be was, proud of yourself. I am. I was just, I was really intimidated by, like, uh, such, like, a really well-trained and, like, uh, a, and cute hero um, that I was up against. Um, but, yeah, that's, I'm, wow, I can't believe I won. <laughs> or, like, I'm slated to win? Might win. Likely to win. Likely to win. Uh, so, uh, what is your thoughts on how you're going to be tackling the, uh the ruins and runes and gears and such. Well, I don't know anything about ancient runes, but I think, I think maybe I could do okay with like puzzles. Um, I don't, I don't know much, much technology for mechanisms, but if they're ancient mechanisms, Hmm. I think I'm just going to wing it again. (laughs) You're going to try to turn into a pterodactyl. (laughs) Well, maybe maybe if I turn not necessarily into a pterodactyl, but maybe if I turn into a dinosaur, then I will gain that hidden uh, dinosaur rune knowledge. Well, the your competitor in this is Vaporwave, and he, I'm not sure if his powers will help with this teleportation. Could mean that he could potentially teleport 
through the gates, depending on how his teleportation works, if he needs to see where he's going or not. That feels slightly like cheating, but with powers, sometimes... I mean, I can, like, like do literal shape-shifting, too. Like, shifting the shape of my body. So, like, I can, like, squeeze through, like, uh, narrow spaces sometimes. Uh, if there's, like, bars in the way. Or just, like, get really long legs. So, yeah. I think I think I could, uh, like, circumvent maybe some puzzles that way. Yes, it definitely sounds like you have a toolkit that will be able to help you here. I I do believe you have what it takes. I agree. I am going to say that you are going to advance to the next round. And I I mean I obviously got a, a vote vote for myself, but like Vaporwave also seems cool. It'll be cool to like compete against somebody somebody different. Yeah. All right, and that is it for the Protean City quadrant of the bracket. Uh, that brings us next into the uh, the Halcyon City section, where after uh, Rattlesnake and Nazgrim Bloodscale uh, went up against each other, as well as Pippa and Wild Thing, we are looking at a Nazgrim versus Pippa in the round two, probably. Interesting. So Nazgrim's uh, Nazgrim's the, the like the alien lizard one, right? Uh, yes. Seven-foot-tall yes. alien lizard warrior. Does he have any relation to dinosaurs? Would he... Would he... Would he understand these runes? You know, I am not certain. Um, you know, there are people who believe dinosaurs came from outer space. I am not one of those people. But is it, it is entirely possible it could be true. Is, is that, is that a, a, new, a, new, a new theory? That dinosaurs are from outer space? Um, less theory, more conspiracy. Okay, let's okay, not, cool. Let's not go too far. <laughs> and then Pippa, Pippa's the, Pippa's one of those really, like, uh, uh, l- big light heroes, right? Yeah, rainbow hair, looks like a cowboy sometimes. Hmm, I feel like, cons- considering both of them, it's, I feel, per- perhaps... That a Nazgrin might have more of a more of a chance of getting through. As much as I liked Pippa, I don't know if their skill set is, you know. I mean, if they blow up the runes like they did uh, that house they blew up that one time, it's entirely possible. <laughs> Should we really advocate for blowing up the runes? I mean, listen. It's called Hero Island. I'm not going to stop anyone. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if, if that's that, that's allowed. Listen, heroes blow up things all the time and never get in trouble for it. <sighs> yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know if, if light powers are gonna gonna be good against this. So I I think I'm going with Nazgrim on this one. Uh, I mean, I don't think Pippa will do it. So I'll, I'll go for Van- Nazgrim anyways. But still. Yes. The point stands. Alright, uh, next up, uh, after Beep Boop and Salamecca faced off, as well as Slingshot and the Golden Glove, we are looking at the potential for Beep Boop versus the Golden Glove. A real rock'em sock'em robot situation. I hear Beep Boop was trying to start a, a robot dinosaur dance party. I don't know 
I don't know how the, how that would help against ancient ruins and puzzles. I'm not sure if she will have the time, considering uh, that she is possibly going to be making it to round two. You might need to be taking a rain check on that one. That said, uh, as a robot, I believe that she would be able to calculate and, you know, come up with an idea of what to do uh, faster than someone who is mostly just strength and speed, it seems. But the, the speed might be useful if this is like, you know, those like ancient, like, ancient ruined trap situations where like the super speed might come in handy. That's true. The ancient hero island ninja warrior course. And doesn't the Golden Glove have, uh, is bonded to an alien? Perhaps the alien could offer some advice? We don't, I don't know much about this alien that the Golden Glove is linked to, but potentially the knowledge that this alien has could come in handy. I mean, it is possible. I am not, uh, hopeful about that. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Golden Glove here. I will be going for Beep Boop. I am also going for the Golden Glove. Alright, uh, next up, after a Neko vs. Asimov, and after Catherine Cat slain the second vs. Lady Death, we have a potential for Neko vs. Lady Death. Huh. You know, I think Asimov, had he advanced into this round, would have probably done pretty well, but we have Neko, and I'm... Sad that cat who we talked to last time is not advancing, or potentially not advancing. I had high hopes for her. I- it didn't seem like her heart was in it. Yes. So Neko's got, like, cat-like- cat-like abilities. And gadgets. Yeah. Gadgets are useful. Yes. I- I think if there's, like, similar situations, like I was talking about uh, earlier with, like, ancient, uh, ancient ruined traps, like- Cats always land on their feet. They're pretty They're pretty good at getting out of situations like that. I, I do believe the gadgets will be useful. Um, Lady Death... Lady Death's motorcycle may not be useful. But it no. is cool. It, it is, is cool. It is very cool. I think between the two of them, Neko might have a better toolkit for the challenge at hand. Yes, I would have to say Neko as well. Yeah, I was really, I was really impressed with the, the flaming motorcycle that I, I caught sight of one time. But I, I, I think, I think the cat-like powers will will be more helpful here. All right. Uh, next up, we have rounding out the this division of the bracket. After Scattershot v Stagehand and Warlock v Mystic, we are looking at a potential for Stagehand v Warlock. Oh, I'm so proud that Stagehand is potentially advancing to the next round. <sighs> mm-hmm. Come on, scam. Listen, like, look. I get it, you two go way back. I do not have the fond memories that you do. Yes, I know. Uh, Echoes, Staten was one of the heroes I worked with when I was younger. Oh, that's cool. Yes. So I definitely think that she has the skill set and the tools required to advance. She's very, you know... When we would work together, she always put her mind to figuring out ways to deal with bad guys or bad situations. I think she could do well. I'm sad that Mystic isn't advancing and we have Warlock, but... 
I mean, Warlock does have uh, nigh infinite powers, it seems, so. That's, that's true. He's the one with the demon prince, right? Could, does the demon yeah. prince know anything about dinosaur runes? Uh, I mean, if anybody would, a demon prince would, I believe. Yes. Yeah, I think the demon prince would be pretty useful here. I, I think I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I think Warlock is, is gonna have the upper hand here. I also believe this. I have faith in Seichan, so I cannot, I, I can't vote against her. I'm, I'm sorry. All right. Uh, meanwhile, on the other side of the bracket, we have in the Rancho Paseo section. Rainy Woodrow Sunrise v. Parallax and Dragonoid vs. Kid Katie, leading into Rainy Woodrow Sunrise v. Kid Katie. Oh, I'm glad Rainy Woodrow Sunrise made it through. Well, we'll ma- potentially make it through. It seems like he's up against a pretty uh, significant uh, foe here, uh, Kid Katie being able to pull things out of the multiverse. Yes. Yeah, that Eye of Grom is. is- serious business i am sure there is something out there in the uh the infinite expanse that is the multiverse that could be useful in this situation as opposed to uh rainy woodrow sunrises uh speed and bow yes as much as it pains me to vote against rainy woodrow sunrise i think kid katie definitely is better suited for this task than he is Hmm. i mean with with a with a bow and super speed, I think I think that maybe the less technology might be might be suited to like uh, trying to figure out ancient stuff. So I I think Rainy Woodrow Sunmise uh, might 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 do okay here. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up from Sad Sack v Pumpkin and the Void v the Red Queen, we have Pumpkin versus the Void. And now Pumpkin is a pumpkin person. Yes. I'm with, not sure. With pumpkin, with pumpkin affinity and pumpkin teleportation. I'm not sure if that would help pumpkin advance. Now, let's see here. Ruins and various, uh, you know, dilapidated constructs such as those are often uh, covered in vines and other yes. types of plant. A worst case scenario, pumpkin could probably, you know control the plants and make them do a thing. Yeah, pumpkins might be might be native to this island. Have you seen any pumpkins on the island? I I don't remember seeing any, but I also haven't been looking for any, so I wouldn't have noticed them anyway. But very very focused on the flags. Yes, of course. Uh what is the void's power set again? Uh their powers are the void. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> You know, shadow stuff. Aptly name. <laughs> yeah, there's not much uh, in these records about them. To be perfectly honest with you. I-, I do think that Pumpkin might have the advantage here, what with all of the greenery. Yeah, it is a jungle. You have convinced me that Pumpkin would-, would do well with this task, so I am also voting for Pumpkin. Oh, I mean, I've been experiencing firsthand how much of a jungle this island is. So yeah, I think Pumpkin, uh, Pumpkin is... Uh, Pumpkin, I think, I think really has this. Alright, uh, next up, after Insectivore v. Filter and 8 v. Bane Raven, we have a potential matchup of Insectivore versus Bane Raven. Now, you know, I, I love Insectivore to death. I love their power set. Uh, he's got a very interesting power of eating bugs. 
Yeah, Hamilton. Hamilton's great. He's he's one of my teammates, my friends. Oh. I do not know how much eating bugs and gaining bug powers will be useful in this situation. However, there's some weird bugs on this island. Like there's dinosaurs. I've seen a couple of really weird, really weird looking bugs that I haven't seen before. So I, I think, I think that might help Insectivore. It's possible, and it's it is not like uh, his opponent, uh, Bane Raven, has any powers that would be extra helpful either. So yes. any any potential advantage is greater than no advantage. That is true, and while while I would want Bane Raven to advance, I think Insectivore, if eating the correct type of bug, could potentially have a bit more of an edge against Bane Raven for this competition. I, I can't vote against I can't I can't vote against one of my friends, so I I got to go with Insectivore. All right. Uh, so next up in the last matchup for the Rancho Paseo division, we have after Sailfish v Tyrannus and Boom versus Highwire, we have Sailfish v Boom. Now, oh. why is the twelve-year-old still in the competition? I mean, I I suppose that he's doing well for himself in this competition. I, as much as I don't like that the young someone so young is competing. I suppose it is better now than being in a situation uh, like the previous. This is this seems pretty low low stakes. I still am questioning the commissioner's decision to invite such young com- combatants, contestants. Yeah, there's there's a, there's there's a couple of really young ones. But would I mean if if the if the next challenge is like uh, like traps and like ancient ruins, um, would is age going to be a factor here? Like is this is this unfair to a twelve year old? I mean, I don't believe that age will be a factor. I am just, you know, concerned about the well-being of the competitors. Oh, yeah. Yes. I am also concerned. I'm just, I don't know if if a 12-year-old is going to know as much about, like, ancient ruins. Yes, I also had those thoughts as, I'm not sure if Sailfish would be able to advance with his experience so far. I mean, he can turn into water. That is true. Are these ruins inland, or are they are they are they close? They to, like, are the on a shore? peninsula. Yes. Okay. Uh, but on the other hand, you brought this up with other competitors. Scam. Boom does have the ability to make things explode, so this she could true. potentially just explode the gates and make it through. I mean, looking at what round three consists of, I do believe that I would rather have Boom move on than Sailfish, just for Sailfish's own safety. Yes. Yeah, I think, I think, like, maybe powers-wise, Sailfish might do better, but also, like, he's so young. Yes. I I think I'm gonna have to vote for Boom in, for this. I will also be voting for Boom. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna have, have to, have to say Boom. So moving into our final division in the Cadence section, we have After Zero Degrees v. Violence Violet and Purple Empress v. Odyssey, we have Zero Degrees v. Odyssey. Uh, Zero Degrees is capable of doing ice things, and Odyssey uh, has technology. Now, technology, I do believe, will be a a very helpful factor in this situation. I I truly believe that's to be true. I... I think the ice, I think the ice might help because like it's, we're on an island. So maybe some of these like, uh, these ancient runes and traps involve, uh, water. 
and like turning water into ice might like might help in this situation. I mean, if they are in fact dinosaur ruins, we know that the thing that killed the dinosaurs was in fact the Ice Age. Uh, really? Sam! What? It was in that movie. It has to be true. I I thought it was it was a it was a like a meteor or something, right? I mean, the meteor caused an ice age. It's like a, an impact that led to a clouded sky. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, then I I, I think I got to go with zero degrees here. I I feel like Odyssey might have a bit more of a bit more of an edge. I mean, I also believe that Odyssey has the advantage. Yes. So I'm going with Odyssey. Uh, next up, we have after the unrivaled v Lighthammer and Flyby v Virgo Regulus. We have Lighthammer v Flyby. Oh, Lighthammer's made it through. You sound surprisingly okay with this. Well, I try and be supportive, Lighthammer. You know, our those things belong the past. I mean, you do not have to be. I will not be judging you if you are not. Uh, you know. I'm just a bit surprised that Lighthammer made it through. I really thought the Unrival, you know, had this, and I just, I don't know if Lighthammer, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. It's really. You, just, just tell us how you really feel. No one will be judging you. It's only me, Echo, and, um, you know, whoever's watching at home. Oh, what, what skills does Flyby have again? Uh, Flyby has superhuman senses, speed, agility, incredible intelligence, and slight precognition, all of which uh, could be very useful in this situation. Yes, I definitely think Flyby has this over a uh, Lighthammer. Yeah, I, I think she's like she's a uh, really like studious too, and so, like I think like maybe she studied uh, something like this. It's possible. It is very possible, and I do believe that uh, she is capable of coming out the victor. Yes, I'm done. Yeah, I think Flyby has this. Yes. Alright, uh, next up, after Elliot Nagra v. Queen B and Spellshock v. Ace, we have Queen B v. Spellshock. Now, I'm wondering if Queen B can use the bees to her advantage for this. They would be larger. Yes. Presumably. It is a dinosaur island. That is true. Prehistoric bees. Are prehistoric beehives still hexagonal? That's a great question. I'll, I'll I'll keep an eye out after this call when I try to go get more flags. I haven't really been looking for beehives. That would be excellent to know. As for uh, this particular event, I mean, I, I mentioned before with uh, feedback, it's possible that spell shock could, I don't know, shock loose an old mechanism or something or another. Yes, that is possible. I think Queen Bee can also do like wall walking, so. Maybe, uh, maybe she could just, like, walk up the walls of the ruins. It is possible. I mean, I do not know what the roof situation is in this location. Yes. I think I'm going to give this to Queen Bee. I will be giving it to Spellshock. Yeah, I think, I, I think I'm going to go with Queen Bee. All right, and that brings us to our, our final matchup. We have here uh, Lodestone v. Elementum and Steel Spectre v. Phantom have slid into... Elementum v. Steel Spectre. You know, I'm really sad that uh, Phantom isn't making it through. I think that Phantom would have had a good chance of making it through with their 
interdimensional knowledge is possible they might have encountered something like this before. I mean, it would be just as likely for them to have, uh, you know, uh, sent themselves to a different location and not been able to complete the challenge. That That is true. Uh, but let's not dwell on the that right now. Let's talk about our two competitors for this. There's not much that I can say about either of these competitors and their abilities and how they may be able to interact with the world around them. I suppose with elemental control, ruins are usually made out of rock. There's yes. that. We are in a jungle, so there's plenty of plenty of earth and like plants and the water. We're on an island. Yes, I, I suppose that uh, given all of that information, Elementum might have a slight edge here uh, and could be moving onward. Yes. I think maybe if Steel Spectre had density control over other things besides himself, he might potentially have made it through, but I think Elementum has this. Yeah, without knowing like the, the traps and puzzles in advance, like maybe there is one where body density would help, but I think that would just be like one versus I think elemental control would help with, with a bunch of them. Alright, uh, and that will do it for our bracket discussion. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Echo. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It was uh, nice to uh, take a short break from trying to catch a bunch of flags. Of course. Uh, is there anything you would like to say to the folks at home? Uh, I'm I'm having a great time. Dinosaurs are really cool. Um, we're all doing fine here at Hero Island. I promise. Are you sure? Yes, are you Are you absolutely Are you certain? sure? That sounded a little forced. Are you okay, Echo? I, 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 I don't know if, I, if I'm allowed to answer while competing. You are more than... Listen, I'm not going to tell anybody. I don't know about Stellar, uh, you know, known rules follower, but I, I can promise my, my lips are sealed. I just want the best for you all. I just want to be sure that you're okay. We're, 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 we're okay, I, I, I think. Alright. Well, thank you, Starlights, for tuning into this episode of Podunk Super Sports. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed yourself, and I look forward to the rest of the competition. Hopefully, everything will be okay. Uh, I am sure everything will be fine. I am just going to double check and make sure no one is outside um, after, uh, you know, after I acquired these things. Uh-huh. A scam. What? Why would you need to check outside if there wasn't anything to worry about? Listen, sometimes, uh, you know, DRM these days. Uh-huh. Well, Echo, we will let you get back to competing. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. I, I still gotta go try to get, get more flags. Yes, yes please. Um, please, was... uh, please do the best you can. Because uh, if you do not, then our entire uh, predictions will be uh, messed up. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to cause any uh, any problems with with time or any anything. Uh, but thanks, thanks for having yes, me. Of course, and don't worry about what Scam said. You'll be fine. I, I hope so. Uh, do you mind like um, do you mind calling my phone uh a bit a bit less sometimes? It keeps going off when I'm in like in class or like in the middle of a fight against one of these dinosaurs. So the thing is, there's like a, a large number of clones, and I can't control all of them. Oh, okay, it's clones, Wait, got it. scam! Listen, I, it's not clones, I just, I don't want to try to explain the idea of a robocall, alright? Oh, fine, fine. 
Well, that seems to be it. And if you want to join... Oh, yes, I almost forgot. Punchbuggy's niece once again has informed me. Uh, if you would like to join the the conversation at home, you may tweet along using the hashtag PodunkSoupSports. That is soup like the delicious food slash beverage. And that's it. That's all for today. I think we should end it here before things get too out of hand. Goodbye! A New Generation is written for Magpie Games by Brendan Conway. It is made of ancient ruins, video calls, and mysterious organizations. Consider giving it a look-see. Big thanks to James Malloy, who organized March Maskness and gave us a peek at the current standings. James can be found at and the Meltdowns, and you can follow March Maskness on Twitter at March Maskness. Scam Likely is played by Cassidy, who also edited this episode and did the album art. She can be found on Twitter at Madlobotanist. Stellar is played by Charlie. C can be found on Twitter at Magical underscore Pride. Echo is played by Elliot. You can find her at Eliotylan on Twitter and on fellow Mass Actual Plays Paradigm Academy and Moon Harbor Heroes. The ambient noise in this episode is Jaguar Creek Belize by RTB45 from freesound.org, licensed under Creative Commons. The intro and outro music were written by Jeremy, who normally runs this podcast, which can be found on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or turning into a pterodactyl in the jungle. Follow Apex City on Twitter at ApexCityCast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next issue.